Hey, it's Paulette again, and I'm honored to bring you another episode here on the Thriving in Chaos Project, now in its fourth season. I bring you resilient survivors, key resources, and experts in their fields to lighten the load and shine a light on the path forward from confusion to conclusion through all things divorce and transformation. So let's get started. I'm hosting a retreat in Belize. Some of you may know, but I used to live there. And Belize is a melting pot of culture that carries over into the food, the music, and the fun. It is the best of both vibes from jungles to ground you and beaches to heal and soothe. I lived there for many years and go back and forth between there and Atlanta because I can't get enough. My co-host, Tiara, visited me and didn't want to leave either. No one does. This is paradise, folks. My co-host here and I chatted about the perfect all-inclusive location for you ladies that are going through a pivot in your life and need to reset, renew, and rebuild, and we nailed it. We kick off with a three-day adventure in the luxurious eco-resort Kapal Tree in the southern Belize jungle, followed by three luxurious days on Thatch K Island, a private island over water oceanfront oasis in the turquoise Caribbean along the Belize Barrier Reef. Whether you're going through or just coming out of a divorce, especially with a narcissist, a career change, or you just want to get back to the parts of you that you haven't seen in a while, we are talking to you. Make note, May 4th to the 10th, 2024, and start packing. Space is very limited on the private island and in the jungle. Be sure to act now. We have a passion for leading truly transformational healing events from heart-opening, accessible guided meditations to connection-based life-changing tools and practices. We curate each moment with care and compassion to ensure every lady is taken care of from the initial registration to the final namaste. It's better in Belize. Welcome back to the Thriving in Chaos Project. I'm your host, Paulette Rigo, and we're going to continue this series on the top divorce mistakes that people make. Why do people make mistakes? Well, I'll tell you why. They don't know what to do. They haven't done it before. There's no course in junior year in high school on Divorce 101. That's a little bit of a divorce joke, but bear with me. If there were such a course, I bet there'd be a different outcome because people don't understand divorce. We talk about marriage, love, family, uh, you know, all the romance, the honeymoon, and everything that we're supposed to sign up for when we're children for that unconditional experience of love and romance. And well, many times it works, right? I mean, love is a wonderful thing. I believe in marriage. But when divorce comes and it, well, 50% of marriages end up in divorce. This is no joke. If two people 
out of 100 got divorced, maybe we wouldn't be having this conversation. But it happens more often than not. When 50% of the American population, give or take, depending on demographics, what city you live in, and whether you're in an urban area, suburban, rural, so many things come into play. How long have you been married? Family dynamics, are you the first to get divorced in your family? Or, uh, you know, one of many, does religion play a role? Whatever that history and that, you know, story that you grew up with, regardless, you're going to have feelings about it. And when the conversation of divorce maybe comes into the kitchen table or into the living room or, dare I say, the bedroom, it's shocking. It's upsetting. It's confusing. And it's overwhelming. So what happens is many times people just want it to get over with, right? Just uh, either stop it and make it go away and fix it and let's just pretend it's not happening. I do see that quite often too. Or the opposite. Whew, okay, speed it up. Let's just get going, make a decision, hire a lawyer, bam, where do I sign? And that leads us to top mistake number 10, throwing in the towel on any outcome just to be done with it. You know, yes, you both want the divorce to be fast, right? Quick, timely. Who wants it to drag on? Well, some people do, but that would be another episode. Most people are looking for quick, efficient results. And they want it to be as painless as possible, both emotionally and financially. But that isn't always the case. Sometimes there's conflict, or shall we say, a contested divorce that isn't so amicable. Chances are it won't be so friendly. Even in amicable divorces, there's going to be conflict, scheduling, decision. Just the question of divorce itself leads to different parties feeling different ways. Depending on how each party came into the decision, was it one party's decision, the other party's decision, or rarely both parties? Is there a history of conflict? Is there a history of addiction or abuse? Or one or both parties just sort of, as we put it, checking out, which means that they're ready to move on at a different pace in which their spouse is for many, many reasons. So revisiting this sense of persistence, patience, and perseverance during the divorce process will truly be your best friend. Divorce typically requires a steadfast sense of calm, a sense of peace internally in a world of external conflict. If your inside world is as tumultuous as your external world, that's probably going to lead to an expensive, long, difficult divorce. We can't control all of the external process and the external factors and people and, dare I say, evidence and documents and all the other aspects of the process and the journey. But you can control your internal dialogue to yourself saying, I know this isn't what I wanted. I know this isn't how I envisioned my life to be. 
We've gone to therapy. We've discussed it wholeheartedly. We've done everything we can to try to fix the marriage and make it work. Or maybe you haven't because your partner simply doesn't want to put in the effort or they're pretending to put forth the effort. Many people will say, sure, I'll go to therapy. Maybe not in those words, but the message is that they will go, that they'll cooperate. And the idea here is that both parties can examine what in the marriage is not working, what in the marriage is working, and what is sort of neutral territory, or what I like to call vanilla meaning it, it's not a deal breaker. And that might be that putting the cap back on the toothpaste or putting the toilet seat down or who takes out the trash. Now, those aren't necessarily do or die reasons why couples divorce. They're just little you know, ugh, sores that people like to fester in the sense of uh, building and building and building resentment and anger and frustration, when really it's a much deeper topic. What is that topic? Well, in each marriage, it's different. Sometimes it's a sense of not having a sense of a level playing field, not feeling like you're an equal partner, where you're in the know and you're involved and included in decision making. You're able to work on your core values and goals together, congruently moving forward as a partnership, as a family. Many times partners don't see that, and that's when conflict starts. So wanting to just whew, get in the car, put the key in, start the ignition, and go zero to 60 or more in no time flat. Do not expect divorce to be that way. Even in amicable, uncontested divorces, there's a lot to discuss, work out, determine, and settle and come to an agreement. The shortest divorce that I have facilitated as a credentialed mediator was 43 days. Now, that may seem like forever if you were in the midst of it, but I'm telling you, that is a sprint. Divorce is a marathon. It takes time, endurance, commitment, and steadfast patience. So if you are feeling like you just want to throw in the towel, and I get it, there were several times I wanted to do that too. And many of my clients will say, Paulette, please just make it go away. Where do I sign? Can we hurry this up? I'm ready. I'll sign anything. Just let's just get on with it. And I get that. But you have to examine the big picture. After you've done that and you step back a bit, you might realize, hey, there's no dress rehearsal. We need to get this right the first time. Or you're going to end up in appeals court or you're going to end up in contempt or enforcement. And that is costly and even more painful and damaging to yourself, your spouse, and your family. Now, those of you that are patient and take your time and drag your feet, you're probably listening to me thinking, no, 
I don't want to throw in the towel just to be done with it. I wanted to go on because I want emotional justice. I'm looking for validation. I want the outcome that I want, no matter what. I don't care how much it costs or how much hell it costs the kids or my wife or my husband. I am ready to just stay the course and no matter what, make it last as long as I can. And to that, I say, you need help. <laughs> Not a great idea. And that's a mistake too. But to summarize, don't, don't give up. Stay patient. You got this. Divorce is another word for change. It takes patience. It takes courage, strength, and a bit of vulnerability, and an ability to step back and allow the process to unfold one step at a time. You have to thrive no matter what. So keep thriving in the chaos. I will see you in the next mistake. Hopefully you will all avoid. Thanks for joining me today. If you were inspired by today's episode, please share it with a friend or a loved one. My hope is you feel empowered to take some action, no matter how big or small. Action that allows you to step out of the chaos and thrive on your own terms. If this podcast added any value to your day, please review it on iTunes, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Until next time, keep thriving in the chaos.